this series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The facts that will be presented are true. Scientists representing the world's foremost research centers took part in the examination of the evidence. still here and together we're a pair of normal guys truly sir truly for our triumphant return yep we're back that's right just like the ghostbusters Mm -hmm. except hopefully the return isn't as bad as ghostbusters 2 but ghostbusters 2 has gotten better over time (laughs) well when you compare it to that new one i haven't seen still haven't seen that have you not going to I'm looking forward to the animated one, though. I think it might be better. The animated new Ghostbusters? Movie. Yeah, they're going to do a movie. Animated uh, with movie. The, with the female cast? No. Oh. I think it's going to be based off the original Ghostbusters. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. Like we said, we're back. Yeah, we are. Right. And, you know, if if you were worried, <laughs> what happened to the paranormal guys? I think three people checked uh, Facebook <laughs> to see if there was an update. Where'd they go? I don't know. I they mean, they're stopped. gone. I'd, you know, there was a pool coming together. Like three people were, one was betting on diabetes. One, one, one of them like died. Car wreck. <laughs> one was like cardiac issue. <laughs> one of them died. That's the way they quit. Yeah. So what killed them? Well, if anybody would like to know why I haven't been on lately, um, I have had some health issues with something called gastroparesis. Basically, I'm hooked up to a tiny battery that shocks my stomach because of nerve damage. It happens to people that are diabetic. I, however, am not. They don't know why it happened. Wait. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that one of the bad... Wasn't that a Decepticon? Gastroparesis? Yeah. No, you're thinking... Or was he with Cobra? I think he's more like somebody that would fight He-Man. Yeah, I'm gastroparesis. Man. Man. And um, <laughs> so anyway, I have this little battery that was originally supposed to last two to five years. I've had it replaced three times. It's lasted 11 and a half months, the last two. This time I got six months out of it, and uh, my insurance doesn't want to do the surgery to replace it, so I've been vomiting a lot. I purged before this, so I should make it not, not <laughs> chucking the filter. Yeah, don't if you're going to puke, turn away. Don't puke on the mics. Yeah, lots of chest pain, lots of problems. But hey, you know, life goes on. We're hey, working if you on would it. like to make Chad's life more comfortable and donate some money to paranormal guys. Shoot me. What? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Kevorkian. We, we do still have that uh, donations link up on the old website. <laughs> oh, hey, we'll talk about that in a minute. We, we will. got some donation money. We, some donation money. Money, yeah. Wait, good save. Thanks. So what have you been doing, Chris? Uh, waiting for you to come over and record. I don't ever get to talk to you anymore. You're too busy. I am. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got a grown-up job, mm. Monday through Friday. Sad. 8.30 to 5.30. I sleep way too much now, I think. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, when you're on third shift, you got to do things during the day, so sleep becomes kind of Luxury. Luxury. That you get when you don't have things to do, like grocery shop or pick kids up from daycare mm-hmm. or school. And so you just sleep later. Yeah. Then later's, oh crap, I gotta go to work. So when you get on first shift and all that stuff's normal, then yeah, I go to, I'm old. I go to bed at like 11.30 now. Huh. I mean, you're old, I'm old. We're all old. What the hell? Started watching Deadwood. Out your back window. You've had a tree that's getting ready to hit the house for no, not Deadwood. Oh. The show Deadwood. Oh, you like that? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you should watch Glow. Glow's actually really good. 
they have a song from Transformers the movie in like the fifth episode. You got the touch? Uh, no, it's actually a you got the dare. Power. It's dare. Dare. Dare to believe you, you will survive. survive. Yeah, you, you watched it lately. <laughs> anyway, they actually use the track from the movie. It's they don't take oh. like the little when the Decepticon battles going on. They leave all that in there. It's nice. Why settle for a look? Peak, peak. Dare. When you can see it all from Lookout Mountain, Gun Mountain, not Gun Town Mountain. I used to think that was in Tennessee all the time because they would have that advertisement for Lookout did you, Mountain. Did, on you the go, did, did you go look for uh, crappy Autobot leader? Prime. Oh, Rodimus Prime. There, yeah. Uh, no, he was cool as Hot Rod, but Rodimus Prime, not so much. Whatever. Hot Rod was cool. He so was anyway. the best looking toy out of that. Okay, wait, 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 anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting way Oh, up. shut up. I haven't been on here in a while. Nobody will talk to me now that I'm sick, so. I talk to you. I don't talk to you that much. Like twice in a year. Well, if you wouldn't call it 1030 at night. So what? When the kids are in bed. You just said you don't go to bed till 11.30. But everybody else This house is like huge. Seven. <laughs> you know how many closets you could stand in and talk on the phone? At least ten. You got a whole basement. Never mind. That would require me getting up and moving somewhere to Roll. talk to you. Roll. Roll. F- <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just beep it. Put don't, the don't cut it tag out. on this Don't show. cut it out. Just beep it. Do the telephone <laughs> beep. Anyway. Uh, I know we do have a little... Uh, couple shout-out type things we want to do before we get into the meat of the show. Yeah, we got some hey thank yous that we didn't get a chance to do. Which, while I'm thinking about it, I will say this show is going to be different than most Paranormal Guys shows. Free fall. Free fall? Free form. Oh, free form. (laughs) I thought it was just going to be tumble out of control. No, Tom Petty. It's not. uh, No, usually, if you haven't noticed this, Chad and I do a lot of reading of things on this show. I mean, I try. That's why you can tell when we talk like this, as opposed to when we talk like this and talk about cryptids and things that people see. I like to enunciate and try to get four words ahead of my mouth. Exactly. Yeah. So this one, uh, I'm going to, I already posted a picture on our old Instagram account, which uh-huh. you can look for us on Instagram at Paranormal Guys, of the show notes for this one. Okay. They're sparse. Mm. So this is going to be... Chad and I doing what we normally do when we're not recording and just talking at great length about crap most people doesn't don't care about. Yeah, that's true. And how everything can relate to G.I. Joe, Transformers, or Star Wars one way or another. Yeah, you can even work <laughs> nipples into that, but I'm not sure how. So, first of all, yeah, uh, Chad had said something a minute ago about this. We, we're dedicating this show to one Mike Salvo. Yep, Mike. Mike is... Mike is probably our number one fan. And if you hear this and you don't want us to say your last name, email me and I'll... <laughs> it'll not, be a little late It'll at be that late point. and we'll be like, sorry, Mike. He posts stuff. I mean, people see stuff on our Facebook page with yeah. his name. It's fine. Mike. Mike. Everybody knows Mike. My so, name is Savage. Sa- Mike Savage. Mike Savage. So, Mike, this show's dedicated to you because we're not, we're not reading from a script, buddy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're probably the only one that'll like it. <laughs> this is true. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate it. We do appreciate it, Mike. Appreciate the feedback. Appreciate everything. This show's Thanks. for you. Yep. And now, Chad. Yes. On to your things you had to say. Yes, sir. About well, things. I had a list of things. You know, in the time between the last show, the pre-recorded show that we did, and uh, this one, we've been to the Mothman VIP screening, and we were at the Ohio Bigfoot Conference. So I do want to thank some people we've talked to in between times, we talked to at the conferences, and um, so one, I'd like to give a nice shout out to Seth Breedlove, uh, Brandon Dalo, and the rest of the Small Town Monsters crew, yeah. Uh, we enjoyed the uh, <laughs> VIP screening of Mothman, they are working on some new projects too. I did. Looking after Champ. My lawsuit is still pending. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. I didn't tell Seth that uh, I hurt my back helping him carry those boxes to his car. Did you? Yeah. Oh, uh, well. Uh, anyway, <laughs> and we'd also like to give a shout out to the Mothman Museum and Jeff Wamsley. Um, all the proceeds from the VIP screening went to keep the Mothman Museum uh, going, uh, get it, you know, a little money for the overhead cost. Jeff was very nice. He was a great host. They kept the museum open after hours so we could all go in there and Explore. If you do get a chance to go to Point Pleasant, by all means, please go to the Mothman Museum. Check yes. it out. And uh, you can see Jeff also on the uh, 
Mothman of Point Pleasant movie that Seth and them have recently put out. That and Point Pleasant's just a cool little place. Yeah, nice place. Pretty cool. Go out to the TNT area and drive around hope you don't get accosted. Not at night. Well, yeah, you should go at night. No, you night might, was the you best might time. walk off into one of those really flat fields. <laughs> well, they're water, but no. people from the city don't know that. <laughs> um, I'd also like to give a shout out to Lon Strickler. Lon Strickler is awesome. He does Phantoms and Monsters. You get a lot of stories from Lon's website, whether he knows cool it or stuff. not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you're interested in the uh, Chicago epidemic of uh, flying humanoid sightings that's <laughs> going on, Lon has constant updates. Now, Lon also has had some uh, health issues going on, and I understand that greatly. And uh, there is a donate button on the Phantoms and Monsters page. If you get a chance, go on there, uh, donate, not only to keep the site going, but to help keep Lon going so he can keep the site going. Um, definitely a good thing to do. Yes. Yes. And uh, so I'd like to give another shout out to Snuffy Destefano. Snuffy is a chainsaw artist that uh, frequents the Ohio Bigfoot Conference every year and does some really cool stuff. Check him out on Facebook. Um, that's S-N-U-F-F-Y. D-E-S-T-I-F-A-N-O. You can check him out on there, look at some of his work, maybe even buy something from him. Cool yes. stuff. Mm-hmm. Lots of Bigfoot statues. Yes. And then uh, Ian Carton also. You'll find him on eBay under the name Traveler Nut. Ian has some really cool prints from the Patterson-Gimlin footage. I saw uh, those on sale on Amazon. Oh, did you? Yeah, Ian Carton's. Yeah. Does he have a store on there too? No. They were cartons of Ian. Oh, God. What is wrong with you? I'm appalled, sir. At what? Your ignorance. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so check out Ian's stuff. He has a great Bigfoot print from the Patterson-Gimlin footage. It is. Get you one. It's amazing. Buy one. He's pretty awesome. Good guy to talk to. And last but not least, uh, he sends me a little message every day. Says, hi, how's it going? Sometimes I'm busy. I can't always reply, but I try to when I can. God? Is our, no. Oh. Our good friend Paul Costco. Uh, Paul is a good fan, great fan of the show. And, uh, so he checks on me and, uh, sends me messages. Real nice guy. Uh, Paul was also at the Ohio Bigfoot conference. He likes all things UFO, Bigfoot. So Paul's a good guy. I want to give him a shout out too. Anyway, that's the end of my list, Chris. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate your patronage. Fair enough. Fair enough. I know one thing everybody's been just so sad about. Yeah. Missing. Waiting with bated breath. Bated, huh? For the return of the Pero News Story. Hmm. Crappy Halloween sound effects record. Shut up. That brought was to you am- by Pong. That was amazing. No, it was. <laughs> what amazing news stories are we going to be talking about, Chris? Well, Chad. Yes. Well, Chad, our first one. Yes, sir. One of our favorite cryptids. It's a favorite? It is. What is it? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> what is it, sir? What a Ness. Uh-oh. The Loch Ness Monster is caught on camera by stunned holidaymakers in second sighting. Did you have some babies? This year. Oh, well. Australian tourist Peter Jackson. What? <laughs> and fully, I thought he was from New Zealand. I'll make this Lord of the Rings movie the way I want to. And Philippa Werner. Mm-hmm. We're driving alongside the lock in the highlands when they saw something big and fast moving through the water. Crap. No, it wasn't crap. Mm. The couple quickly snapped the image of Nessie on a smartphone and showed it to a local skipper who told them he'd not seen anything like it. And it would have sounded something like this. G'day. Look at the picture on my phone. Well, I ain't seen anything like it. Philippa, 60, a retired lawyer from Sydney, said... I really was just stunned, and I thought, what is it? Okay. It was pretty big, even from 150 or yards or more offshore. That's what she said. I don't know what to think. We took photos and showed them to the people at a and b and then showed them to people on a cruise. Philippa added, it seemed to be moving fast, but in the direction of the current. We just figured if he's worked on here for years and not seen anything like it, then it must be something. Peter, 64, a retired engineer, said... We were dumbfounded but excited. We just thought, wow, what is it? It has been a childhood dream to come here. We were just driving along when we spotted it. We stopped the car and ran back along the road to get the shots. 
The couple noticed the object moving in the water at 5.18 p.m., about four miles south of Urquhart Castle. Mm-hmm. They were driving north on the A82 on the west side of Loch Ness, and after safely stopping, ran back to find a clearing in the trees and took out their smartphones to take pictures. Nice. So, Chad, there you go. Another picture of Nessie within the year. Oh, for all those naysayers. That's right. know Nessie's It's real. not a picture of a log. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It'd be big, heavy, and wood. Loch Ness Monster swims with the current. Did you see the picture? <laughs> yep. What do you think? <laughs> well. Log. I don't think there's uh, any, I don't think there's any risk of us having proof of the Loch Ness Monster anytime soon, but hey. Hey, there you go. So, uh, that's my, uh, good old cryptid story for the uh, week, hmm. Chad. Uh, what do you got there? Well, you remember the last time we talked about Bigfoot in the news? Because he was a little rapey. Oh, that's yeah. right. Where the guy got a little buggered by a Bigfoot in the woods. Yep. Well, looks like now Bigfoot has made the list. Now he's, uh, on the FBI to Round Rock Police. Bigfoot is the most wanted fugitive. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you. Bigfoot's like that. Round Rock Police Chief Alan Banks has received a special message from the Federal Bureau of Investigation. The hairy man seen gallivanting around the Round Rock trails is a most wanted fugitive. Gallivanting. He was gallivanting. Mm. According to the city's Parks and Recreation Department, which has been keeping residents abreast of recent Bigfoot sightings, Round Rock's top police official got an email from the FBI stating it has added Bigfoot to the 10 most wanted fugitives list. Really? Yeah, he has a fake leg. The Bureau is offering a reward of up to $500,000. I'll find that hairy son of a For information leading directly to the arrest of the giant hair-covered being, according to the Parks and Rec Department, Bigfoot was last seen on the Brushy Creek Regional Trail and made... Loud, demonic-like howl sounds. According to the FBI Most Wanted poster, not an actual poster, but the guy who posted the information. Now, if they made a poster of that, I'd be the first one to buy it. Parks and Rec first (laughs) alerted the public two weeks ago that the park rangers found strange footprints at city parks and trails. Then video footage was released showing a mysteriously large figure running on the Brushy Creek Trail. Recently, some Round Rock teens and other area families have shared videos of their search for the enormous biped. According to the recently released FBI poster, once again, not one you can hang on the wall, Bigfoot is a menace to wildlife and is accused of destruction of government property and terrorism of campers. The creature is allegedly armed and dangerous. He's got two of them. According to the FBI message received by police, but is the Round Rock hairy man really that ferocious and ill-willed? So far, there has been no evidence of destruction or vandalism by the big man on the trails. Not even any food or sign of a campfire has been found. Just a few oversized footprints in the mud are the only evidence left behind by the beast. The hairy man seems to be abiding by the leave-no-trace camping principles, because he does respect the parks. The beast abides. He respects the wildlife, take out what you bring in, and leave what you find, including the bodies. So is this creature around Rock's hairy man legend of yore come to life, or is it Bigfoot, Sasquatch, or just Harry trying to find his Hendersons? Boo. <laughs> Boo. Boy, whoever wrote this is witty as hell. Only time will tell. So, <laughs> Bigfoot apparently has made it onto a government list. Well, Chad, yes. what, was, what was the reward for Bigfoot? $500,000. Well, I got one to top you. I don't know if you saw this or not. What's that? Earlier. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this is... This is not a third story, so it's mm-hmm. still a paranormal. You're just adding in. I'm just adding to your story. Yeah. But apparently, a family of Bigfoot hunters is offering $1 million for information that leads to the capture of the legendary creature. The hell you say. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot Project Investments is offering the bounty to anyone brave enough to deliver information leading to the capture or delivery of a bona fide Bigfoot. Is Rob Lowe behind this? It goes on. Oh. But I'm not going to read. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to put my two cents in right now and claim the million because my tip for catching Bigfoot, I already put this on our Facebook page, is look in the woods. Because it doesn't say you have to be the one that catches Bigfoot. You All you have to do is give a tip that leads to catching Bigfoot. Okay. So, check in the woods. Fair enough. I, where's my million? Hopefully they'll email the show with uh, for you to give them the address so you can get your check. That's right. Hmm. Or they'll PayPal it to you. 
I'll accept that. But not as a gift. So your certain percentage is going to be taken away. Still. Then you got to pay the government because they'll need taxes. Still. Uh, you'll be okay. Yeah, hey, if I net 50 bucks, it's 50 more than I have now. <laughs> there you go. So there you go. Well, Chris, <laughs> you feel better? I do, knowing that they have Mulder and Scully looking for Bigfoot now. Oh, really? Didn't you say the FBI is looking for him? Oh, not Mulder and Scully, though. Oh. They're busy making new episodes. Mulder never really caught a cryptid anyway. No, he called Lizard Man, remember? Not really. He did. He turned into a lizard while he was there. One of my favorite episodes of X-Files, even though it was way years later <laughs> in that little 10-episode stint. <laughs> so there's your pair of news stories. That's I didn't exciting. even make you go over to the pair of news desk. <laughs> Thanks, I would have puked. And as mentioned before, coming up after our little musical interlude by one Mr. William Blanchard. Chad and I ramble at great length with no direction all about cryptids. Mm -hmm. Parental guidance suggested. There you go. Chris get rambly. Ramble in the Bronx. <laughs> ramble, bramble. Uh-huh. But we're going to ramble about cryptids. Yes, we are. Because we read a lot of stories and maybe offer up one or two little comments about what we think, but not really much more than that. That's very true. So we're taking the opportunity on this show. That's right. To ramble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Chad. Yes. So, to start out, uh-huh. what's your favorite cryptid? My favorite cryptid? Yes. The one I like more than anything else more in the world? More than any other. And if you say, if you say Sheep Squatch, I'm going to smack you. Okay. Let me think of another one then. <laughs> Hang on. You can say Sheep Squatch. Oh. No, I think actually now, because it's changed a little bit, I think my favorite cryptid, whether it's real or not, because I don't know, it's probably Dogman these days. Okay. Fair enough. I like Dog. The, the thought of a giant werewolf monster is kind of cool. You know, even though he's not really a werewolf. <laughs> downright scary at the same time. It can be, yes. Beast of land between the lakes, man. Think I got a milk bone. Yeah. Um, Would that work with a dog man? I don't think so. Or the steak. Little squeaky uh, pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a good boy? He's a good boy. <laughs> Look at him. He's a good dog man. So dog man. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about dog man? He's cool. Nah, I don't I have, know if he's cool. I have a very narrow line of cryptids I like and ones I just don't give a crap about. You know what I think is funny <laughs> is you, you live out here not too far outside the city, but you got enough of a pocket of woods and a park close to you. We could have a small population of dogmen. Yeah, all kinds of weird crap could show up at your house at night. I mean, it might. Between black-eyed kids, dogman, no, Bigfoot, no. some kind of mothman creature in your backyard. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think you'd be scared after a while. Especially if you woke up in the 90s in your bedroom going. Doing what? Yeah, just doing a, why, would he, why would he be doing that? I don't know. <laughs> just shaking? I am just shaking his face around. You can't see what it looks like real clear. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> okay. You know. All, all right. If I woke up and there was a shaking mothman in my room. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. He looks like he needs, you know, some medication. <laughs> <laughs> Put a spoon in his mouth. Uh, don't let him swallow his Mothman tongue. <laughs> Poor Mothman. Mm. But uh, speaking of Mothman, uh-huh. and my favorite cryptid, yeah, probably of of you know the list I always give of Mothman, Jersey Devil, and Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Probably Mothman's my favorite. You think so? why? Why is Mothman your favorite? Because he okay. <clears throat> now. In in my judging of what's cool cryptid and what doesn't matter, 
Mm. I will admit the story to me is not as important as what it looks like. <laughs> okay. So to me, the Jersey Devil, the Mothman, and the Chupacabra are the coolest looking cryptids. Because, you know, Bigfoot just looks like a big monkey. Mm-hmm. Loch Ness Monster, it's a big, long-necked fish. hope it's a dinosaur. Who cares? <laughs> Aliens? Meh, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're probed. Well, even I'm going to like him even less then. Well, yeah. But, so, yeah. but Mothman, I mean... He's a moth and he's a man. You know what's funny is I think your your love of Mothman stems from your love of Spider-Man. I think somehow Spider-Man... Mothman, Mothman, Mothman does whatever a Mothman can. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man would eat Mothman in your world. That's the sound he makes. So outside of just Mothman is cool and you don't care so much about the story. Well, no, his story's cool. Sorry, too. Seth. Uh, <laughs> way to go, Chris. Dick. Um... <laughs> So yes, <laughs> yeah. So how do you feel about uh, Mothman, Harbinger of Doom? Uh, no, yeah. He, I think he gets a bum rap on that. No, yeah. there's bad stuff that happens all the time that nobody sees Mothman before. Uh-huh. I mean, did anybody see Mothman before the Great Chicago Fire? I don't know, but he's showing up in Chicago now. Maybe they did. Did anybody see Mothman before the Titanic sank? Wouldn't know most of them are dead. Just saying. Or were dead, you know, as soon as it sank. So just because you, somebody says they saw a Mothman sitting on the bridge and before it collapsed in Point Pleasant, mm-hmm. just because somebody said they saw a Mothman flying around Chernobyl. Okay. <laughs> just the places you've shown up, crap's happened, but it's... You know, you don't think there's any correlation. Nothing happened at the TNT factory. Well, I mean, not that we know of. Other than <laughs> don't crap all over the ground. I don't know. Mothman's very unique. I think all that whole uh, supernatural, interdimensional, aliens, men in black stuff, it's all fascinating and terrifying at the same time. Well, yeah. I mean, can you imagine if... Uh, you're seeing all this weird crap. You're not supposed to talk to anybody about it. And then people are showing up that act like some sort of animated robot corpse monsters are telling you not to tell anybody <laughs> about it with their painted on lipstick mouths. Well, see, and that's, I'll, we'll get into this here in a bit, but that's where another thing I draw the line with is what do you consider a cryptid and what's not a cryptid? Yeah. But, uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Like I said, okay. But, uh, going along the lines of your favorite cryptid, Chad, what's your least favorite cryptid? My least favorite? Yeah, the one that somebody brings up and you just go, ugh. Nowadays, I'd say it's probably the uh, mangy coyote raccoon chupacabra. Thank you. That version of the chupacabra. Thank you. Because there's no coolness to that. It's just like this poor dog. Well, okay. My wife's a veterinarian. (laughs) If Mm -hmm. if nobody knows that, my wife's a veterinarian. Of what war? (sighs) The Great War. Oh, okay. Of Cybertron? No. Well, now I feel sorry. Anyway. She was involved with that. Anyway, <laughs> Chad. Yeah. You digress. Yes. Uh, I, occasionally, I will show her things that I know, even though I know she know, thinks are the most uninteresting things in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'll show her the, look, this person trapped a chupacabra in the cage. What do you think? She immediately goes, raccoon with mange. Yeah. With Invariably. And if you look at it, yeah. A raccoon looks a lot different when it's hairless than it does with hair. It looks like a weird little kangaroo with fingers. Yeah, it does. So, quit doing your mangy raccoon chupacabra. Go back to the freaking alien lizard kangaroo chupacabra. With spines. They can fly. Spines. and May or may not have wings and can fly. He can fly. He doesn't have to have wings. Well, and little beady red eyes. Sure. Fine with that. Out there... Sucking blood out of goats. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. I think we know my least favorite. I've mentioned it several times before. Yeah. That little crappy orang pindak. You don't like the orang pindak? It's not even... It's a monkey. Hey, no. Well, what about that little dude in the diaper that was running down the trail with a stick in front of those guys on the motorcycles? Monkey, he said, monkey in a diaper. He might be orang pindak. He didn't look like a monkey. Monkey in a diaper. Looked like a little tiny guy with a stick. Little tiny get well, that's what he was. Maybe little tiny he was stick a little guy. tiny guy with a stick. It could be. Maybe they all are. Maybe. Hell, I don't know. 
Maybe it was been there. Maybe it was a lost tribe of micro pygmies. Uh, you know, if it doesn't say micro pygmy, it's not the real thing. <laughs> Which that does lead into what I said earlier of the what makes it cryptid. Because okay, to me, there's a fine line of what's encrypted and what's not. Okay. And what's just paranormal. Okay. Because I looked up some definitions of cryptid, Jed. Oh, crap. And amazingly enough, Webster's mm. does not have cryptid in it. It has cryptozoology, mm. but not cryptid. Huh. But the Oxford Dictionary, however, says an animal whose existence or survival is disputed or unsubstantiated. Wow. The Collins Dictionary says a cryptid is a creature whose existence has been suggested but is not recognized by scientific consensus. Huh. So, my my main thing is here when people call the thylacine a cryptid. Hmm. To me, a thylacine is not a cryptid at all. It's a proven animal. They They exist, maybe, but definitely have existed in the past. It's not a cryptid. Okay. So previously undiscovered species. Right. Or at least proven species. Proven, right. Proven, okay. So Bigfoot, yeah, you got some stuff, but you haven't ever really proven he's existed. Cryptid, great. Uh But things like the thylacine, things like that, no. I don't think those are cryptids. But now, do you... Which going further, like aliens, do you think aliens are cryptids? Or are they just... Aliens. Well, let's look at it this way. And I'm just going to pull this out of the old keister hole and talk about it. Um, Let's say that aliens showed up and they let their chupacabra out to go potty and he gets gets loose. Uh A few of them get loose. Okay. And they become a population of chupacabra that lives down in Mexico and hangs out and everything. At that point, if they're an established population, they're there and it's a species we don't know about and it's a real animal. At that point, maybe it could be a cryptid. Well, chupacabra, but what about like a gray? Just a gray? Would you consider a gray a cryptid? Not unless they're just living around here and popping up in the woods. Okay. Then about, maybe. Then what about ghosts? Well, ghosts aren't cryptid. They're not a cryptid. Why, why is a ghost not a cryptid, but an alien it's, would be? It's not a material creature. I mean, unless it was some sort of interdimensional thing that, you know, could materialize itself. But it's it's a ghost. You can like can see it. I don't know. It's a ghost. It's a Scooby-Doo thing. Beats me. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Yeah, zoink. So you would lump that into paranormal, but not cryptozoology. Yeah, or maybe even supernatural. You know, supernatural gets into the stuff that is beyond what we recognize as natural. It's I feel like a Rob Zombie supernatural. song should start, should start now. Uh, really? Is that the excerpt <laughs> from the movie? <laughs> Feel of us can supernatural. We can see what's beyond or behind or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then the my other I don't think it's a cryptid are when you just find large larger than they should be expected to be animals. So it, with the exception of really big, like you know the beast of Busco, the turtle. Yeah, he's supposed to be like. On the order of being Gamera, basically. Well, if he's got sparklers shooting so his arm holes, maybe he'd exactly, be a cryptid. Exactly, he's a cryptid. But if you just go, oh, look, there's a snapping turtle that's really big. No, uh-huh. that's not a cryptid. So where would you fall in category of, like, mythological beasts if they started showing up? Like, like you found a, a fire-breathing dragon or a unicorn, yeah. Would that be a cryptid? Can I use it to my benefit? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> They can probably ground it up into some kind of powder and sell it in another country as it'd be beneficial. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Is it? Beats me. Well, you tell me. You're the well, one. Well, then what's the opinion. difference? Well, then it, by definition, then, wouldn't a cryptid be a mythological creature? I mean, it could be. What if you took away the supernatural powers that My the head animal hurts. had? <laughs> but then it would show up and it's real, but it what doesn't have power. What power does a unicorn have? Magic? I mean, it can a... talk and sing and it chases a red fiery bull? I don't know. What? What? <laughs> what if it was the last? Okay, so mythological. So are you talking like, uh, okay, uh, centaur. Okay. Is that mythological or cryptid? I would think that'd be mythological because that sounds very unlikely. <laughs> Minotaur. Now be, now be still, careful, because I'm going to make a point here. Still very unlikely, but if it was a bull that walked around on two legs like a dog man. 
so if you're if you're a man like bull, you're mythological, but if you're a dog like man, you're a cryptid. Sure. <laughs> but you know You hypocrite. Well here's the thing. <laughs> you then you fall into the categories of like goat man, you know he's out there cussing and he's like, throwing, throwing tires and he's running around, you know, with an ax and, you know, he's talking about how his cheese doesn't taste good anymore. And no, oh, nobody likes your pizza. Nobody likes man goat cheese. And, uh, <laughs> so he shows up and he doesn't like your convertible and it's in his way and throws a tire at you. Yeah. Whips out the ax and no amount of goat man in pajamas jumping around playfully with other goat man is going to be fun to put on YouTube. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. No, it's that's just wrong. Yep. Some things you can't unsee. That's right. Okay, so you take your whole line of Doctor, you know, Island of Doctor, what's his name, Doctor Monroe, 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 things that you just put man at the end. Yeah. <laughs> what? Hey, wait a minute. What you if leave, they, you leave Mothman out of it though? What if they took that old uh, show with Ted Knight and his daughters that lived in the apartment building? And they had Mon- Monroe that lived up there, and it was the island of Dr. Monroe. Monroe! How would that go? I just created a new creature, and it's a cross between a dog and a man. I'll call him the dog man. And you'll get nothing! <laughs> <laughs> I think they should make that. The island of Dr. Monroe. So, yeah, where does, where does the human centipede thing come in with that? Mm, I don't think that fits in any category other than Germany. Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You had to be there. Yep, you had to be there for Germany and cemetery. So, alright, so it's up to debate what's paranormal, cryptid, or mythological, or supernatural. And by all means, have our listeners, uh, they can... Oh, they yeah. Can, they can jump in on this conversation. Oh, yeah. Send us an email. Tell us what you think. Tell us how you feel inside. So, uh... Where your blood is. Then, so we've talked about a few now: centaurs, minotaurs, Pegasus, mm-hmm. Chupacabra, the stand-up version of the table of of the normal uh, cryptids mm-hmm. that you hear about from time to time. What do you think the most plausible of them is? Probably Bigfoot. Yeah, what? Okay. I mean, I was gonna say leave Bigfoot out. Leave Bigfoot cause... out. Okay. <laughs> um. Well. If you get past Bigfoot, I right. think the the giant birds, like the, they're Thunder called birds. Thunderbirds, or what people are seeing, they think is pterosaurs or whatever. Yes. Yeah, I think some kind of giant bird probably is, would be the next most feasible. Okay. Yeah, and then plus anything that somebody says they see in the ocean, you know, some sort of <laughs> sea monster. You've seen the crap they dig up That's out right. of there. Because what do they always say? We know more about the surface of the moon than we do the bottom yeah. of the ocean. So yeah, yeah. And there's all kinds of crazy crap that lives down there. That extreme pressure and stuff that lives in poisonous, boiling environments. I mean, there could be some crazy crap down there that we may never see. But one day after we pollute the world enough, it'll come popping up and starts crushing us. <laughs> Gojira. Kaiju. Uh huh. Giant kaiju. It's a level five. It is a level five kaiju. We need to get some Shogun warriors. Out. Oh, I'm sorry. They're... We need we need to suddenly make Godzilla fifty times bigger than he ever was to fight the level five kaiju. Yeah, and somehow he's going to fight King Kong. How's that going to work out? You know that's going to be a shared universe Short now, movie. right? Short movie. Pacific Rim, Godzilla, yeah. King Kong's all shared. I don't know. So we're going to have like mech warriors and little bitty guys. Uh, King Kong and ungodly huge Godzilla. They should have just done a Shogun Warriors movie. I still don't know why that didn't happen. <laughs> so, uh, I think mine for most plausible existing cryptid, uh-huh. if you're not counting Bigfoot, would probably be like Loch Ness Monster. Mm-hmm. Which I goes along that. the same as your anything that lives in the sea. In the water. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, you can't see it. <laughs> Well, I mean, what? One of the theories on the Loch Ness Monster is it doesn't live there all the time. No, that there's some secret they passage like, to the ocean that they haven't found. They like just come in to breed, kind of like salmon. Sure. You know, they come in, they have their little Loch Ness babies, and then they wander back out to the ocean. Sure, why not? Loch Ness babies. Cup of snack pack pudding. <laughs> Cup of snack pack, that's right. Don't get me started. I'm too sick to do that. Okay. What's uh, least plausible? Least plausible. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the one that somebody talks about and you go, 
All right, go smoke some more. Uh, well, see, the thing is, I like to try and believe in all that. Weird oh, but stuff. there's there has got to be one out there that the second somebody talks about it, you go, oh my god. I'm trying to think. <laughs> trying to, it, you know, honestly, probably the goat man that goes around and curses at people. Not just saying there can't be a goat man. <laughs> But the dirty mouth goat man that sounds like he's had the, a really rough day. I think that one's probably ter- the least Tourette's part. goat man. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how he does it? Yeah. That one. I think that one's probably one of the more harder to believe versions. You know, even though I love the Popelik monster stories, you know, people die constantly out there. Seems like they're dropping off the trestle every week. Not really. But I think the the crazy goat man with the axe that curses, if you want to put him in the cryptid category, not supernatural, <laughs> that'd probably be the least. Is a leprechaun a cryptid? Or, Scary as hell is what he is. Or or a, or a mythological creature. I don't know, are we talking Warwick Davis leprechaun or... Just your standard leprechaun. Yeah, I think he's more of a supernatural kind of, you know, like fae folk. Now you're not using, okay, fairies. Yeah, fairies, fae folk. Are that is that mythological or cryptid? I'd lean more towards mythological. Not that they're not real. Now, see, you're <laughs> taking it out of context. What about just supernatural? Like they're not necessarily always flesh and blood, sitting there eating a bowl of soup. Kind okay, of. so for you, a cryptid has to be something you can kill, like an and actual then, animal, and then a mythological fairy leprechaun type is a. It's a thing that exists, but you can't. Yeah, it's, it can zap in and out. It's not like, like the great kazoo. Or you something. can't really taser it. Well, then ghost. Sorry, can't, ghost. Can't taser a ghost well, is supernatural. Then, well, you see, you keep bringing the extra word that I'm not using. I'm saying mythological or cryptid. Well, mythological cryptid. Why do you bring ghosts into it? They don't fit into those categories. They could be mythological. They're legendary. <laughs> Papa Emeritus and the Nameless Ghouls are legendary uh, and they're they, ghosts. They are, aren't they? Anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Unfortunately, if I'm going to go with my least plausible cryptid, yeah. I think my second favorite cryptid fits in there. The Chupacabra. Because <laughs> <laughs> you look at everything about those and it's just, no. Because... What the first reported sighting of one was what ninety three or something crazy yeah, like that. 90s. Not a thing about them. There's not any of the crazy like, look, here's a chupacabra in the ancient Mayan hieroglyphs. Anywhere, it's just all of a sudden this lady sees this kangaroo lizard alien thing in her backyard in Puerto Rico, which goes right back to my point about letting him out to go potty. And that's the only thing you really hear. There's a couple reports here and there about it. Then all of a sudden it's, oh, look, here's some mangy coyotes and raccoons. And if anyone from Taco Bell is listening, <laughs> um, I think you're really missing out with a goat cheese taco that has a chupacabra mascot for Taco Bell. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Copyright Chad Smith. That's right. But yeah, unfortunately, I think the chupacabra is a bunch of fooey. Yeah, well, <laughs> could be. I, I would know. like to hope not. But... What if it's a mutation? Now, where do you throw mutations there? What if it's a known animal that has mutated? Does that become a cryptid? Well, I mean, that's the next step, Chad. Speaking of that, did you ever hear about the meth hogs of Kentucky? Hold on. You find him in trailer Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. We need to talk about the meth hogs. Well, okay. While you're looking up meth hogs, I will say, though, of, of all of the least plausible existing cryptids that nobody really has any kind of evidence like pictures or anything of the one that I wish it was real was uh-huh. the Mongolian deathworm. You know, that could be real. I want it to be like that camel spider. <laughs> that's the, one of the creepiest things that's ever existed on the planet. Uh-huh. Do you know where the camel spider lives in camel's butts in between the camel's toes? Uh, does it now? It does. Anyway, uh, uh meth hogs. Yep. So, there's a little website called KentuckyGhost.com. Oh. In perusing around some local stuff about Kentucky, I did find the meth hogs of Kentucky. This is the first I've heard anything about this, so <laughs> you're as surprised as I am. Well, you know, it sounds like something in a horrible, twisted Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Things explode? Well, they probably. Oh. 
Uh, but the meth hogs are described as mutant meth-fueled hogs are terrorizing the hills of eastern Kentucky. In the decade or so since their first appearance, these giant rage-filled animals rage-filled animals have destroyed cars, homes, livestock, and have already killed several people. But, I already have questions. Well, wait a minute. Okay. I was going to say, if they show up in Bardstown, they're blaming on all the wrong things. I think it's meth hogs, because Bardstown's become the murder capital of Kentucky. Um, wild hogs have been roaming the hills of eastern Kentucky for centuries. While these animals can grow to gigantic sizes, they are generally harmless unless cornered and will do their best to keep out of human company. That all started to change in the early 2000s uh, when reports of enormous deformed hogs started coming in from the hills around Harlan. Mm. So what was your question? I'll pause for a moment and let you retort. Okay. So first question is, how, how, do, how do they know they're hopped up on meth? Well, you'll... like, do they, do they know this for a fact? Have they seen the hogs, whatever you do with meth? As we get further, as we get further into this it? bard's tale. Sir, okay, you'll find out more about the meth hogs. And my other question is, uh, if if it is known that it is meth that's making the wild meth hogs of Kentucky uh, wild, where are they getting their meth? Well, they make it. The the hogs make yeah, their own been, meth. They've been spotted with a shopping list at Walmart, and it gets you know all the red flag ingredients like the batteries and you know yeah. Sudafed. Why do they sound like chickens? Because <laughs> anyway, because they're on meth. Uh huh. Okay, are you ready? Uh, go. Ready? Shoot. Okay. Nobody knows the exact origin of these mutant animals. The best guess is that a pack of wild hogs, now this is a guess, uh, came upon one of the many small chemical refining businesses located throughout Harlan County, which it's known for, I guess, <laughs> either in an effort to make the crystal meth, <laughs> either in an effort to make the crystal meth he was brewing more potent, or simply to cut corners in production, this particular producer seems to have been throwing in pretty much whatever he could find down at the local Walmart mm. mm-hmm. in a plastic bottle with a do-not-drink warning label. Whatever combination of chemicals he stumbled upon, it's the magic mix, it turned out to be irresistible to a pack of local hogs. Plus, it had the added benefit of being laced with enough hormone-altering goodness to cause the animal's latent DNA to become active and their whole physiology to go, well, hog wild. Mm. I'm reading this verbatim. So, The first sightings of the meth hogs, as they were soon being called, happened in 2005. It is the year 2005. Uh, in the hills of Harlan County, a hunter reported being charged by an enormous hog that he estimated to be around 10 feet long, about 4 feet high, really, and to weigh around 900 pounds. <clears throat> The hog also seemed to have not one, but two sets of unusually long tusks, all protruding at odd angles from its mouth. The hog came after the man very aggressively, <laughs> and he had to very hurriedly climb a nearby oak tree to escape the animal. The hog repeatedly charged the tree, and the man said that he shot the beast multiple times, which seemed to piss it off more than anything else. Well, I mean, yeah. After several hours, the hog apparently grew bored and wandered off, and the hunter returned to his truck as quickly as possible. Since that first sighting in 2005, meth hogs have been reported throughout eastern Kentucky. The hogs have been ravaging livestock in the area. Farmers have reported countless missing chickens, dogs, <laughs> goats, and have even reported seeing giant hogs dragging full-grown cows off into the woods. What? Yep. Afraid so. In 2008, the meth hogs may have claimed their first human victims. A family of four was camping in Cantina State Forest in early September. Their tent was discovered by a ranger, completely destroyed, and their entire campsite had been trampled into the ground. Blood and traces of clothing were found in the immediate area, but no further sign of the family was ever discovered. The entire area was covered with giant cloven hog tracks. At least one set of the tracks seemed to be from an animal with three toes on each foot. That's crazy. Several other similar disappearances have been <laughs> reported since then. It wasn't until 2010 that the first of these mutant hogs was killed. A trapper who was using a foot-gripping trap, which is a bit larger and more powerful than may have been strictly legal caught one of the meth hogs. He found the furious animal already beginning to gnaw its own leg off, trying to escape. 
the man who wished to remain anonymous out of fear of prosecution for his overzealous trapping habit said it took him six shots directly into the creature's head at as close range as he could manage to kill it and this was a small specimen, only about 400 pounds. When he carved open the hog, what he discovered was astounding. You ready for this? Was it a Volkswagen? It was a license plate off of a car. What did it say? Thought he had a car. Um, the animal's skin was almost impossible to penetrate. The man had to use a chainsaw to make his way into the body. Yes. So he... <laughs> The first thing that he noticed was the ungodly odor that emanated from the animal's body. Oh, no. And you thought they smelled bad on the outside. Oh. The man said it smelled much worse than the usual dead hog, like eggs that had been left rotting in the sun. Oh, he ate a chicken. Mm. The uh, usual thick layer of fat found under a hog skin was, in this case, laced with a thick webbing of cartilage. <gasps> the combination of cartilage and fat would be flexible when the animal was moving, but compressed into an incredibly firm layer when struck directly, essentially functioning like a bulletproof vest. It's a sharp pig. Could be. The Mets hog's internal organs were also quite a sight. The beast had two livers, four kidneys, and a large number of unusual lumpy tumors throughout its body. It did a lot of drinking. It did. The creature also had an unusual case of meth mouth, with oh. six eight-inch tusks protruding at odd angles from its mouth and two additional rows of teeth in its jaws. Now, to top it all off, the hog was outfitted with not two, but four testicles. No. The hunter burnt the body, saying, ain't no way in hell I was going to eat that. I mean, that would be a lot of bacon. And what if he had eaten and then he mutated? Ten, ten feet long and four feet tall? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the ribs? Porky. That would be like an enormous rack of ribs that... Mm-hmm. Pulled Porky. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Kind of looking like a baby. If all of these mutant hogs are as well equipped as the one that was trapped and killed, it could explain their unusually aggressive behavior. Male hogs can get very aggressive when it's mating time. Mm-hmm. And with double the amount of hormones coursing through their bodies, they must just be unstoppable. The meth hogs seem like they are breeding and spreading through eastern Kentucky, causing damage, threatening lives and livestock just generally causing all kinds of trouble. Their presence also seems to be driving the meth cookers out of the woods and back into town. Great. So really nobody's winning here. It really <laughs> makes you miss moonshine. Is it over? Yeah, I'm done. Holy crap. You feel good about those meth hogs? Um, Don't believe a word of it, do you? Well, one, so are they going with the concoction the guy made permanently changed their... Uh, their whole body. Yeah. Since the meth they ate didn't wear off eventually. That's right. They <clears throat> mutated. And once again, we have the, no, I talked to Bigfoot and offered treats, but I never take pictures with the, no, I killed one and cut him open, but. Is your hog on drugs? How would you know? How could you tell? <laughs> Look for these here warning signs. <laughs> Sudden weight loss. Nope. Euphoria leading to paranoia. No. <laughs> Stilitization of your fangs. Wait, what? Fangs? And gibberish style ornery what make no sense at all. What? Warn your hogs about the dangers of meth before it's too damn late. I'm Early Collar, and that concludes my court-ordered community service. <laughs> so just so you know, those are the signs to look for. Uh, I'm going to add a new least plausible uh, cryptid to the list. Is it meth hogs? Wow. So, <laughs> there you go, meth hogs. Yep. Whew. How long are we into, the, are into meth, this show? Are meth hogs cryptids or are they mythological? <laughs> <laughs> and if you say supernatural, I'm cutting your mic. <laughs> supernatural, though. There we go. So, you <laughs> Welcome to pair. No, wait. Welcome to normal guy. I didn't told you that them hogs is on meth. <laughs> wow. Uh huh. I feel so much better for knowing that now. <laughs> well, it's what I can do to help improve your life and your awareness. You know of what's what it is? Around. It's not. It's not meth. It's nothing. It's what happened. Fetal and fetu. Oh. Because think about it. 
had two livers, four kidneys, four testicles. It was just two pigs grew together in utero. So fetal and fetu. Hmm. Just that one? Or is it happening to a whole bunch of them? I don't know. <laughs> Story didn't tell. Huh. <laughs> now the old fishers plant. The bacon making people? Uh-huh. Anyway. Don't sue us. That's what I added into the show. That's what I like to add to the show this evening, meth hogs. Uh, meth hogs, well. I mean, you are the uh, one that had us do the uh, devil monkey episode. <laughs> yeah. Devil monkeys, meth hogs, star jelly. Star jelly, yeah, almost star jelly. It's magical, too. I wonder, if anybody's ever, I wonder if anybody's ever tried to like put that on toast. You asked that when we talked about that show like a year I'm ago. I'm just saying I'm still wondering too. I'd say there's a lot of people eating a lot of weird stuff on toast. They probably shouldn't have, Chris. A little star jelly and peanut butter sandwich. Some of it's not necessarily food. Does that, so does that uh, <laughs> wrap up a exciting episode of Paranormal Guys Chat? I think it. I think it does. How many people are still listening at this point? <sighs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, mutant pigs. I hope you clean a lot of this show up. <laughs> no, I'm not even. I'm not touching the editing. Yeah. I'm just going to hit save and submit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Speaking of submit, Chad. Yes, sir. There's a place you can submit stories and your feedback for this show. Oh, yeah? Where's that? Paranormalguys.com. Hot dog. <laughs> That's where you can go to find all the new shows. You can find some new stories. You can find that donate button that we were talking about if you care to save Chad's life. Mm hmm At all. Yeah. You can see some pictures all kinds of nice stuff on the website there, which there is also a very important link there, Chad, mm -hmm. to email the guys. That's right. They can email the stories. <laughs> I do like the stories. Chad does like stories. Well, I just need to get enough here. It's been a year. <laughs> we still don't have <laughs> enough stories to do one episode on listener stories. I blame you not putting it out there enough that we want stories. No, I will. We're During this sick spell regrouping thing, I... I think we're going to reload the old shotgun and take another shot at uh, getting more content out there. That's what right. do you think? We, uh, we do have some very cool things in the works that hopefully eventually we'll get to uh, go ahead and pull the trigger on and get those out there. Yep. Things that younger single men would have already done. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> With beer. But hey, don't stop at paranormalguys.com. Go on over to our Facebook page too. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash pair oh normal guys. Awesome. Chad likes to put all kinds of interesting stories up there from time to time and Roblo. I'll occasionally put a little snippet on there of something. Mm -hmm. Fireworks. And while we're at it, go to our Instagram page too. Yeah. Check that out. Uh, we've started trying to put some photos up there of things we do and things related to the show and not related to the show and just random things. Yeah. I'm going to talk to some younger people to help me get more connected to their social media. Yeah, I updated our uh, MySpace page the other day. <laughs> I think the I think the younger generation will appreciate that. Uh-huh. That's right. I added that new dark background. Ooh. There's a gif. <laughs> I don't think it'll support that, will oh, it? Oh, I don't know. I think it's become a, a music sharing thing now for Facebook or MySpace. Okay. Yeah. But it, but the Instagram account is real. <laughs> it's under paranormal guys. <laughs> or I like to call it, just to make Katrina upset, pictograph. Pictograph? It's your pictograph page where you put your stuff up there like the Egyptians did. Nice. Mm -hmm. And as always, when you're uh, on Facebook, go to Mr. Blanchard's Facebook page. He's the gentleman that supplies all the music for the show. Musical genius. That's right. And you can find him at facebook.com slash William Blanchard Soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yes. So, Chad, how do, you, how do you feel about our first uh, foray into unscripted territory? Uh, I feel like it's quite random. Well. Possibly entertaining. You know what amazes me? I don't think, I don't remember there being one reference to Star Wars in this whole show. You just made one. Yeah, I did. Talked about uh, the meth hogs and you thought they smelt bad on the outside. Uh, oh, yeah. good. Yeah, I was, was worried one. that we were losing our touch. No. We got the power. When all hell's breaking loose. You'll be right in the eye of the storm. Damn skippy. That's right. Have a pair of normal weeks. <laughs>
it's not bad. That's a chemical. That'll kill us. 